guys, welcome back to Life As Is. You're here with Danny and Jenna. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for coming back. Um, God bless you. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> listening to our podcast. Um, so we are on episode two. Yay! And what we kind of wanted to go over this episode <clears throat> was, you know, kind of the first steps as to what what it is to buy or sell a home. Yes. So to kind of backtrack a little bit and go over what we talked about last week, actually, one thing we missed from last week <laughs> is actually where we work and who our companies are. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, newbies. It's all right. Yeah. So, we're learning. <laughs> I work for Remax Gold in... And I actually shouldn't say I work for them. That's who holds my license because right. they are all independent contractors. Yes. License is held with Remax Gold in Vacaville, downtown Vacaville, specifically California. Do you want to kind of let them know what made you decide to pick Remax when there's so many options? Like what made you feel like that was your place? Yeah, I was actually with a, another company prior, and I loved that company. It was really hard to make the switch over, but I was approached, and it wasn't. It, Remax is a relatively large, yeah, super large company. So, and the other one that I was working with is also a super large company. So, to me, in my eyes, the benefits were pretty similar. But I really like that Remax has a program that you can really build a team around. So I don't know that I'm ready to build a team right now, but maybe five years, 10 years, I might be able to have my own team powered by Remax. So it's a goal. Yeah. So that's why I chose them. What brokerage are you with? So I work with Windermere Boise Valley and, um, I interviewed with a lot of brokerages, Um, I think maybe five or six of them. And I just wanted to really make sure that I I know that a lot of realtors, they interview at a lot of brokerages and then they kind of hop from brokerage to brokerage until they find their place. Um, And I really narrowed it down to two And I really wanted to make sure that the place that I chose was someplace I could picture myself like being there for the rest of my real estate career. Obviously, I know things can change. Um, But kind of the the reason that I ended up picking Windermere is um, two things. One of them was they're so big on family and giving back. They're constantly giving back to the community. A lot of like um, homeless people and single mothers were constantly doing fundraisers for them, which is so um, my style. I'm constantly thinking of ways to give back to the community. So I really liked that aspect. And then I liked that they didn't just look at me as a number. I was part of the family when I was having, you know, um, when my daughters were sick or I was having any like personal problems, they actually like cared about that other than just like get back to work kind of thing. And that spoke a lot to me. And then there was one thing that the owner of the brokerage told me um, after I interviewed with her. And it was, if you don't feel like Windermere is a good place for you to be, please call me. And I would love to discuss other brokerages with you so that you can make the most informed decision. And I felt like 
that was just kind of my, uh, like, I felt like I was able to know through the way she said that, that she cared about where I went, rather than just like, if you don't choose us, then we're never talking again kind of thing. So I really appreciated that. And because of those reasons, I went with them. And um, I absolutely love working with them. They are definitely um, part of my family now. And um, they definitely care about me and my girls. They even went and bought a little work desk to go right by my desk at the office so that when I do bring the girls into the office, they can do quote unquote paperwork while I'm doing mine. And so that those kind of things mean a lot to me. So that's, that's one of the main reasons why I decided to go with Windermere. I think that what you touched on a lot of things in regards to comfort level when you work, when you are deciding on a brokerage to work for, for anyone who's listening, who's thinking about even getting into it, you are an independent contractor. So you, it's like all these little individual businesses underneath this one umbrella of a brokerage. And so you kind of are out there on your own. Yeah. Right. So it is important to be somewhere that you feel comfortable asking questions that you feel comfortable going to for help that that brokerage has a exactly really strong support system because without that we're, you are kind of on your own That's yeah kind of how it works so definitely you want to feel comfortable where you're at and you want to make sure if you do have questions or you need to come to somebody for whatever reason that you feel comfortable doing that because if not then you you do feel like lonely by yourself so you need to really feel comfortable with um, the people that you work with and especially the leaders in your brokerage yeah exactly yeah all really good points yes so our last episode we talked about our new year's resolutions and you have an announcement <laughs> to make. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Um, so I have taken some classes and I have got my um my certificate for relocation specialist, which I'm super excited and passionate about because I am a relo client. So I feel like the fact that I can help other people relocate, whether it's from state to state, town to town, um, literally house to the house next to you, like whatever it is, um, I'm specialized in relocation now. And I love that because I know how hard it is to relocate, especially when it's state to state. I mean, you guys know now that I went from California to Idaho and I lived in California since I was born and I'd been in the same town since I was born. So it was rough and I know how hard it can be. And I want to try to make at least one part of the process of moving for somebody as smooth as I can make it, because I know that it can be hard to leave friends and family and your comfort zone. And so I just feel really passionate about relocation clients. I still work with other clients as well. um, But I am certified to do relocation and that's considered a specialty um, kind of on my resume. So I'm super excited about it and to help people, you know, go through that process. And I feel like I can really relate to them and know what they're going through without, you know, kind of saying, Oh, I know what you're going through. And I, I really don't like I've been through this. So, so I can really feel like I can give people like an extra set of help because I've been through it. 
So I'm excited. Yeah, congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. Thanks. You might she remember your resolution from last episode was to get your family <laughs> to Idaho. So you're getting someone's family. I know. And I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm working on my grandma and my cousin right now are both um they're looking at houses. I I my cousin came up uh one weekend ago. And we looked at houses all day long, all weekend. And so we are, I'm getting to my goal of getting my family here. There's <laughs> a few more of them. Good. Well, speaking of goals, um, you know, in light of what's going on right now with this coronavirus, yes, I think that's something that we definitely need to talk about and how it's affecting our real estate jobs and our lives and our kids. And so, I mean, I, I, I'm getting questions as to how is the coronavirus affecting the market? Right. I think what's interesting is that I am still super busy. Yeah. I would say the same. Super busy. I mean, this might be, and normally my, I mean, we're getting into that busy time of the year. But right. Like last year, summer was my super busy time of the year. And right now, right. Um, you know, I know that with interest rates dropping as low as they did, I know here in California, they were, I mean, they were dropping like record, right. record lows. So yeah. people were trying to take advantage of that and people mm-hmm. financing their house, trying to take advantage of that. And, you know, for interest rates, what an interest rate is, that really affects your mortgage payment. So right. lower the interest, lower the payment, higher the interest, higher the payment. So that's exactly people were jumping on on that. Like, okay, the interest rates just dropped. Like we've got to jump all over that. And now um, they're, they are fluctuating. We're seeing them go really low. We're seeing them go, you know, way up high again. So yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I'm super, I'm super busy. But what I am seeing in California is the biggest thing that's happening with the coronavirus and its effect on real estate is um, transactions are falling apart, right? Because layoffs, right? People are losing their jobs, right? They can't fulfill their loans. So if you're in the middle right now of a transaction, buying or selling, it's definitely worth a conversation with your real estate agent, with your lender, depending mm-hmm. on the deal that you're on, just communicate and say, Hey, I know the coronavirus is going on. Are we good? Is there, something, right. you know, or update them that if you did get laid off or whatever, whatever your scenario is, that's the biggest thing that I'm seeing. Besides right. that, I mean, I know at least in California, cause other States, I mean, they're shutting real estate down. Yeah, I know some states have completely shut it down to where, you know, if you're buying or selling, you're not able to. It's everything is put on pause right now. Here in Idaho, um, same as kind of California, we are still able to do our real estate. We're still able to help buyers and sellers. We just kind of have to be a little bit more creative. Um, but on me personally, I like that. I love being creative. I love coming up with kind of out of the box or different kinds of like ways. Um, So something that I've been doing with buyers is I know a lot of people don't feel comfortable 
leaving their home right now unless they absolutely have to. It's unless it's for like essentials um, or anything like that. So something that I've been doing is FaceTime walkthroughs with people. And then I have a really, really great relationship with some title and escrow companies to where they have access to drones. And so we kind of use those drones to check out the subdivisions and the surrounding areas because you're not just buying the home, you're buying the subdivision, you're buying the what's around you. And so that's good for people to be able to look at too, is what's around that home, not just necessarily what's in it and what the home looks like. So those are kind of things that I've been doing to help my buyers um, feel more comfortable. But I think the biggest thing is communication, just constantly staying communication with your realtor and especially with your lender when it comes to job related things, um, because they're the ones that can help you um, navigate through those kind of tough and awkward um, times. You know, your lenders can kind of help you a little bit with, you know, if you get laid off, some people are getting laid off with pay. Some people are just getting laid off, period, and they're maybe not going back to that job or they're just laid off until the virus subsides. So those are all things that you just need to stay in communication with your lender about so that they can have the most recent information about you and they can give you the most recent um, information that they're getting about the virus and about interest rates because everything is so kind of back and forth. Um, But as far as California and Idaho go, we are still definitely, you know, looking for, buyers and we're helping sellers still. And it's ironic that you said, Danny, that um, you're so busy right now because um, with me going into Relo, I still have my my regular buying clients, but I am like getting a ton of Relo clients right now, um, which well, is crazy I'm because... Me- I'm just <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, okay, bye. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I normally get like one... Um, to two buyer or selling um, clients through Relo through that program. Um, but I'm getting like two a week, which is a lot for Relo because um, that's outside of what I normally do. And so it's kind of ironic that you're feeling the same way as far as being really busy right now because I wasn't expecting it to stay busy, but it is. It's really good right now. There has been no shortage of bidding wars that yes with my clients I have literally shown over 30 houses in the last week and a half I think um and if that client is listening she knows who she is just kidding (laughs) (laughs) know who you are (laughs) I've got a couple of buyers that are in that um in that pool of of house shopping but there's one specifically she knows who she is but they're, they're, and every time we write an offer, you know, we're up against five or six other offers. Right. It's crazy. It's crazy now. And, so, yeah. um, is now a good time? Not a good time. <laughs> That's what I have been asking or been asked also. And like Jenna said, it's all about communication, right? It's yeah. also specific to your scenario. And right. don't feel bad if, you know, your job situation is changing because our job is to protect you as well, too. So if something's going on, right. you got to tell us we are all in this together at this point and we're not yeah. sure when we're going to get out of it. So we've got <laughs> hopefully soon. Yeah. So we've got to work together. Um, 
I think you should kind of think of your relationship with your realtor and even your lender as a relationship. I mean, what is the one thing that they tell you when you are in a relationship with someone is communication is key. That is the same when it comes to your agent. Like communication is key. We cannot help you if you don't give us all the information um, because we need to make the most informative decisions for you and we need to give you the most informative advice and we can't do that if we don't have all the pieces to the puzzle. So just be honest with us, tell us how you're feeling and we can help to kind of ease some of those fears or concerns, but we can't do that if you don't tell us how you're feeling or where you're at. Right. Right. It's a safe space. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You're in the trust tree. Safe space. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So Something else too that we asked in our lab on our last podcast was for people to ask us questions and yes. to you know just kind of share what they're looking for in information. And we got one really well, we got a couple of really good ones, but one that kind of stood out was which is it's so simple, but what are the first steps <laughs> to buying or selling a home? Mm-hmm. And like we just talked about your relationship with your realtor. So step number one is creating your team and how to do that, right? You want to find a real estate agent that I, whenever I talk to anybody and they're interviewing agents, interviewing me, it's like, you know, you need to go with someone that you vibe with, that you communicate similarly with, because it, we're going to say this over and over again, but it is a relationship. It's someone we're yeah. going to be in a relationship. Speaking the to, partnership. Yeah. Speaking to daily for potentially months. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds of thousands of real estate agents out there. And a majority of us want to do what's best for our clients. Not yes. gonna, it's not wavering. Oh, are you there for the right reason? I mean, there's, we don't get into this business. We get into it to help people. So, right. It, but what what it comes down to is personalities and who you mesh well with. So that would be step number one. And, and how do you find them? Ask your friends and family who they've worked with, who, right. who people have actually had experiences with. I know for me, I love getting referrals. And yeah. You work with a, ba- a past client of mine. I love that. Love, love. And it, there's something about that that makes you feel a little safer because you have a friend or a family member that has worked with them. So it just makes you immediately kind of feel at ease because you're like, okay, I trust this person and this person trusts this realtor. So that must mean that I can trust them too. Right. I think what I'm seeing a lot right now is people posting on Facebook and asking for referrals. And I think what a great, like we live in such a great time that we can get information so quickly. That can be really overwhelming too. So just be prepared that if you do plan on doing that, that you're going to be getting 300 com- emails or, you know, <laughs> 300 comments, 250 yeah. direct messages. So yes. um, there's nothing wrong with that. I've, I've connected with some of my clients through that type, right. of, you know, that way of meeting each other and it worked right. out great, but just be prepared that if you do it that way, it's going to be an, an, overwhelming amount of people exactly and all fighting for your business you know we all right so um and jenna how many people do you think that you know people should interview when they're 
look I think agent. yeah I think that um recently I looked up what the average was and it said the average number um of realtors that clients will interview is two I think that it's good to interview um two to three people um just to you know whether it's someone that you found online or it's someone that you know a friend or family member recommended to you I think it's always good to have a quote-unquote like listing interview with them yeah and just to see if you've meshed because like Danny said like this is someone that you're going to be talking to pretty close to every day or every other day um, especially if you're in a time crunch to sell or to buy. And so making sure that you vibe with, I know that sometimes that word is so weird, but like vibing with that person is very important because if you guys, you know, don't, ha- don't feel like you can communicate well, you don't feel like you can, you know, tell them everything, then it's not going to work. Um, And then it's also important, too, to interview lenders because those are another huge part of this process that you need to um, feel comfortable with. And I think that interviewing one to two lenders is a good idea. But I think something else that's really important is trusting your realtor on um, lender on people on lenders because they are the people that work with lenders day in and day out and they get to see the good, the bad and the ugly. And I feel like they can give you the best advice on who to use. And also, if we're referring a lender to you, that means that we know and trust that person and that we have good communication with them. We're never going to refer you to a lender that we don't want to talk to, you know, so we have a good relationship with them. And, and, you know, ultimately, I think a lot of the times clients forget that they are the deciding factor. Like they get to make the final decision. So I think that you need to keep that in mind, but that it's also good to take advice from your realtor because they're the ones that have gone to school. They're the ones that do this on a daily basis. Um, And so it's good to take what their advice is because like I said, you want them to have a good relationship with the lender so that you can get through this process as smoothly as possible. And at I mean, I would say, I mean, all realtors, I know for sure we do. I have five to 10 lenders that I've worked with and that I like and that I would refer to. And I have lenders in Sacramento all the way through Fairfield. So that cover really, that covers a huge demographic. Um, So, you know, get your, find your realtor that you trust. And trust mm-hmm. them to give you some referrals and then you go and have conversations with them. Because I think, you know, as real estate agents, we all have to follow the rules, right? So, and then right. with lenders, it's the same thing. Everyone has to follow pretty similar guidelines. Lenders are really restricted. So right. um, it, it is, it's all about who's going to communicate the same way that you are, who's going to be available when you're available. And Mm -hmm. who's going to advocate for you. So um, Mm -hmm. that would be probably step one and a half, right? Yeah. One, have a real estate agent. Step one and a half, get a lender. And that lending part pertains to buyers. As a If you have a listing, if you want to sell your home, then you don't need a lender for that. Exactly. Um, So 
you know, and we're actually, so we're really excited. Our next podcast, we're planning on having a lender come on yes. and answer questions and kind of talk about that process with us because that's like its own entity within itself. So yeah. Please reach out to us, ask us questions. We want to have, you know, we want it to be a really big, informative yeah, that's the word we really want yeah. um episode for you guys because the the lending and the numbers and and how all of that works and like we kind of talked about interest rates a little bit going on yeah. right now why where the markets where we where maybe we think it's going i know we're hearing on the news yeah. and different press releases so you know to get really a true play-by-play as to what's happening so yeah I think it's important for people to be able to hear from a lender because I know that a lot of people have, I feel like have really good information about realtors and we're able to share that with our listeners, which is awesome about what we do as realtors and what we advocate for, um, for our clients for, but lenders, I don't feel like always get that opportunity. So I think it will be really good for, us to have a lender on and they're able to answer those questions to people because there's, there's so many questions that people have for lenders. So for everyone to kind of have that opportunity to kind of send in their questions, I think will be super, super helpful. And even, you know, the lenders might have stuff that our listeners maybe don't necessarily ask, but it's good information that our listeners or our clients have never thought of asking before. So I'm super excited to have a lender on and be able to kind of break that down for everybody. Um, But even as far as us as realtors, I think it's important to talk about um, what we do for our clients. Because I think sometimes people may not understand um, what the extent of our kind of job duties are to our clients. And it's important to kind of break that down for them and let them know what, what we're there to do for them. Yeah. And I think that we kind of act as a lot of different, it's a lot of different hats that we wear. So we want to guide you through the process. Our job is to, you know, explain the contract, explain disclosures, all the information Mm -hmm. that we are going, that you receive from the seller, that you receive within a transaction and also to advise you when you want to write an offer or when you want to sell your house, advising you on where the market's at, where the market is, you know, where we foresee it going um, because we want Mm -hmm. to put you in the best position possible to achieve your goal. And the goal is to get you to into your dream home or to have your house, um, you know, and get it, get you what you need. And we all have the same exact goal. So you want right. to make sure that you're partnered with a real estate agent that really? is, you know, has the same goal as you, but can also be real with you as possible as to where, where we're at and be real. With it, right. You know, so, um, I think that we kind of act as advocates for our clients. Like we're, we're the ones that like, if a deal might be hard, we're the ones that get every piece of information we possibly can to make, especially if you're a buyer, to make your offer stand out above the five to 
sometimes 15 other offers that that seller might be getting. It is our goal to make sure that you're that piece of paper that stands out. And, you know, every, every realtor has tips and tricks on how to do that. And so ours is just kind of who can, who can make you kind of stand out in that way. And, you know, we just, our goal is to get you your dream home, um, at not something that's going to break your bank. You know, we want to make sure that you're staying in your price range that you want. We want to make sure that you're not sacrificing, you know, everything that is your dream in a house. You know, we want to help you find that house. We want to help you stay in your price range. We want to help you be in that town that you've been wanting to be in. And, um, you know, a lot of the paperwork that you're signing, a lot of the documents that you're signing has tons of lawyer lingo in there that you would not understand if you read it over 30 times, you know, and we have been trained in, you know, learning those words and learning what the documents say. And it's our job to explain that to you so that you know what you're signing and you're not signing your name away and have no idea what you're signing. You know, it's our responsibility to explain those things to you and explain the process and to give you the best intel on what we know about the house. I mean, if you're, if you're looking to buy, we want to tell you like, yeah, I think we, we have to, you know, do asking price or no, we're in, we're in a place in the market right now where we can ask a little bit less or no, we need to go over, you know, those are all our, are things that we can help you with. Ultimately it's that client's decision because again, I, I, I want to say this over and over again. I feel like a lot of people forget that the client is ultimately the last, they're the ones that get to make the decision. Um, but it's our responsibility to give you the best knowledge you can possibly have to make the most informative decision. I think you can that's make. a really good point that you made just now. Cause I, I have to have that conversation with people too. Cause I'll get, Oh, well, what would you do? You know, it's like, well, we right. I can't make that decision for you. My, my job is not to make decisions. My job all the information mm -hmm. that you can make the best yeah. decision that you feel most comfortable with. Yeah, no. And exactly. then same for listings. If you want to sell your house, we want to make sure that when we, when you receive offers that we're explaining the, the strengths and weaknesses of all those offers to make sure we're putting you in the best case scenario with the action that's going to right. be completed. So, right. Um, yeah. And a lot of these people, that we are working with are still living their day-to-day -day life of going to work and taking care of kids and a family. Like if you guys had to do this all on your own, you guys had to be, you know, your basic, your, your normal basic life on top of being your own realtor, it would be so overwhelming. So our part is to kind of take over some of that um, stress, overwhelmingness, um, all of that so that you guys can live your day-to-day -day life with going to work, taking care of your family. And we deal with all of that for you so that it just makes it easier so that all you have to do is, you know, make the final decision. And we just give you all the information. We fight for you when we need to fight for you. You know, we, we do the heavy lifting part of it. Well, in that, on that note, you know, with all the, with, you know, having the, all the heavy lifting, um, 
in light again of what's going on in the world today, I know that before we go, we really wanted to say thank you to yes. everyone who is working in grocery stores, working at gas stations, restaurants mm-hmm. open for to go pick up and yes. I think all the jobs that we really tend to take for granted, take for granted. like not appreciate yeah not appreciate thank you and oh god and medical workers everyone and police police officers and um fire departments everyone who's working around the clock i don't think that i was asking people of you know have you ever seen anything like this before and no no one is saying yes so yeah yeah no i mean like i have um I have a a cousin who is a ER nurse and then another cousin who is a paramedic. And it's just, you know, they're not the ones that are getting, you know, the notices from the government saying, hey, take off work for a little while. Like they're the ones that still have to go to work every day. And even the grocery store employees and like you said, gassy, like all of those people that are necessities, restaurants, like they are still going to work every day to try to make it make our lives a little bit easier. Um, and I think that we all just need to one, send them a note of encouragement and of thanks, because I think it's easy when you get caught up in all this to forget to say thank you and to forget to be grateful. Um, and you know, just really, really take advantage of this time that we get with our families. I can't tell you how many times, you know, me as a working mom and even other people as working parents have said like, gosh, I wish I could spend more time with my kids or I wish I could spend more time with my husband. I feel like we're ships passing in the night. Like this is our chance to get what we've been saying that we've wanted. You know, I know staying at home with your kids all day long can be hard. Trust me. I suspended my two-year-old from quote unquote homeschool the other day, like 30 (laughs) times. I know it's hard work, but let's try to like take advantage of this time. Our kids grow so fast. It's ridiculous. I cannot believe that I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. I feel like it was just yesterday that I had them. So I know, you know, the kids grow so fast. So let's just really, really soak in this time that we have with them. Yes, some days are going to be hard. And yes, other days are going to be really easy. Um, But I think it's important to not lose sight of, you know, this opportunity that we've been given to, really, really have that extra time with our family and not just our kids, our husbands and wives too, you know, like my husband is working, he's still working, but he's working less than he was. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm enjoying seeing him a little bit more and not, you know, going to bed as he's walking in the door. So, you know, let's just really be grateful, even though it's not the best circumstance that we're in. Let's be grateful that we do get this opportunity. And like, Danny said too, let's, let's really, really thank the people that are making it possible for us to just live on a day-to-day basis. You know, these nurses, these grocery store employees, these gas station clerks, like all these people, even the cops and, you know, that are patrolling and making sure that people are not living in fear like some people have been, you know, and they're just amazing people. And we wouldn't be able to live the lives that we live if they didn't do the things that they do. I think that, you know, it's, been I think well I I know for myself I'm trying really hard to um 
learn how to slow down and just take a deep breath. Like every time I have to go to the grocery store, because I know that we're going to five different grocery stores multiple times a day, <laughs> trying to get what we need. And it's, and yeah. it's frustrating and it's hard. And I am trying really hard to like, okay, I'm going to have to do this. So take a deep breath. And I am trying to like exude positive energy. So if you see anybody walking around <laughs> smiling randomly, it's like a freak. I'm trying to like, okay, we're all frustrated. We're all in this together. So I right. this poor cashier at the grocery store that I was able to find eggs at, thank God. I grabbed a couple different water bottles because all the cases were gone. And the poor kid had to tell me that I could only buy two water bottles. I felt oh, no. so bad for him because how awkward to go, actually, you can't buy this. And he was apologizing. And yeah. I felt so bad. I'm like, seriously, it's fine. I bought and I actually yeah. saw the sign that said two only. So I tried to grab different brands. I was trying to cheat them. And it <laughs> didn't work. So, you know, I'm biting the bullet on having to pay $15 for three chicken breasts. And that's no one's fault. Right. So I think yes. that we just really need to try and, you know, take a deep breath. My kids are healthy. I'm healthy. My yeah. family's healthy. And we just got to ride this out. And Jenna, how you doing on yes. toilet paper? Because girl, I need it. <laughs> I'm down to two rolls and my mother-in-law is visiting from out of state. So I'm like, we're okay. rationing oh, toilet paper so now. No, side um, note, we will be dropping <laughs> Jenna's address. <laughs> if you guys want to send toilet paper, <laughs> I will <laughs> do whatever you need. Send me toilet paper. <laughs> her address in the description. So look out for that. <laughs> yeah send it to me well this was I mean it's kind of it's a crazy time right now so I I guess we have to try and look on the bright side and take advantage of our time with times with our family in the midst of yeah if those you know if we're out of jobs or having to stay home or your hours being adjusted we just got to try and take a deep breath and we are definitely all in this together so Thank you guys for listening. God bless you. Yes, thank you guys. (laughs) Yes, and be looking out for our next episode um, with the lender. And please, even if it's not lender questions, um, feel free to DM us, um, email us, whatever social media that you're following us on um, with any questions that you have, whether it's lender related, realtor related, or just coronavirus <laughs> toilet related. related. Um, <laughs> we, toilet paper. If you have toilet paper, <laughs> please send it to me again. Um, just all, you know, you can always reach out to us, even if we're not in your state, even if you're listening from another state, we can still, we, Danny and I have built such great relationships with realtors in that aren't necessarily in our state. So um, if you guys have questions on realtors um, to interview in different states, contact us and we can give you the names of some people that we're friends with or that we know. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time. Take care, everybody. Stay safe and healthy.